All right, guys, welcome to Ultimate Rebellion Podcast. We are excited to actually be on track with another podcast this week, unlike the last time where we were a good month between podcasts. Um, today, I'm really excited about we have a guest joining us. As you can see, for those of you watching it on YouTube, everybody else that's listening to it, um, we'll get in, we'll introduce them here in a little bit. But as always, we have. Alright guys, welcome to Ultimate Rebellion Podcast. We are excited to actually be on track with another podcast this week, unlike the last time where we were a good month between podcasts. Um, today, I'm really excited about we have a guest joining us. As you can see, for those of you watching it on YouTube, everybody else that's listening to it, um, we'll get in, we'll introduce them here in a little bit. But as always, we have the producer, AJ, with us. How you doing? We appreciate the hell out of AJ. He's a stud. So even though he doesn't know how to load printer paper into a printer, it's the digital world now. Digital world. But okay, guys. Um, for those of you, this is your first time listening. My name is Gabriel Tams. Um, you know, I've worn a lot of hats in my days, but recently, father of three boys, um, own a mobile mechanic business. Just started a shop to go with that, um, venturing out into a lot of other businesses, but excited as a hell to do this podcast. Um, we're launching a t-shirt business. We're just trying to conquer the world. Um, so this week, as everybody knows, for or for if your first time, we do rebel against something. We've talked about um, just pushing yourself forward, rebelling against your past self, rebelling against the government, ultimately rebelling against anything that holds you back from being a savage or being the ultimate version of yourself you can. Okay, so this week we are moving on to rebel against self-doubt. This is something that holds every one of us back. It affects us in our daily lives and will lead us either to our full potential or keep us from that full potential. We're gonna go through, have some killer examples, um, and even talk about ways you can um, push yourself to do better, work through that self-doubt, and even measure that self-doubt. So, without further ado, introduce our guest to you guys. This is Bryce Gibson. Super excited about today, but also super excited that Bryce just joined us at Rugged HD as one of our lead mechanics. Um, Bryce, a little bit about yourself. I'm Bryce. I've been in mechanics for 11 to 12 years. I'm 30 years old. I'm married. I've got a son. Yeah. Okay. When you started into the wrenching, what got you there? My dad drives truck for a living and I figured, well, if you drive them and they always break, then I might as well fix them. Yeah. Did you start in the heavy-duty world working on your dad's stuff, or did you tinker automotive or my, both? The guy my dad drove for at the time, well, I would assist him and do little odds and ends, and then I went to diesel school, and then after diesel school, they hired me on to be the teacher's aide. So I was a teacher's aide at the DATC for seven to eight months, and then they said, we want a guy that's been out in the field, has had field experience so then he can explain to these kids stuff don't just come apart willy-nilly like it did at diesel school so I was like all right well I guess it's time to spread my wings and I applied at a few shops and nothing but then I applied at Linwood and Layton so I went up there 
worked on cars, oil changes, tires, brakes, and then was there for about a year. And then UT&T called and worked at Utah Truck and Trailer for three and a half, four years. So. Heck yeah. Okay, so that actually, that just triggered a question in my brain that leads right into our self-doubt, rebelling against self-doubt. How did, I didn't know that, that you worked as a teacher aide. How did that make you feel when they told you that? I thought it was like 10 foot tall, bulletproof. And then, then they hit you with that and... Yeah. Seven, eight months later, I was like, wow, like... Oh, man. Yeah, that's rough. I mean, that, and that's life. Though. Yeah. That, sadly, that is life. We think we're, like you said, 10 foot tall and bulletproof, taking on the world. And then something hits us in the face, and it really knocks us back. Yeah. And it's it's hard to come. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely a gut check. Come up after that. So I know after UTT you went Thurgood, right? I went Tramcor. Tramcor, and then Thurgood. Yep. And that's where me we met was a Thurgood yep. excavation. So the cool thing about Bryce is I've been able to watch his journey for four years, five years now. Six. Six bit, years. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Six years. So Bryce and I have been working. Not together, but um, he would hire companies I've worked for in the past to come and assist on repairs that they would get bogged down with. So I've been able to interact and work and see your journey and ultimately watch you overcome self-doubt. So this whole thing about rebelling against self-doubt got started by a quote that we heard um, that says, you're suffering from self-doubt while others are intimidated by your full potential. And as I, as I heard this quote, I actually sent it to both of you guys, and I was like, this is what we're going to do a podcast on. Because I know I felt like this, and I felt like this about other people, and talked to them, and they're like, what do you mean you're intimidated by me? Like, no, you're, I'm intimidated by you. It's always that back and forth, but no one has the, the self-worth or the self-respect to say, oh, yeah, I, you know, I can do this. I, I am good at this. I mean, I feel like this crap world we live in is pushing us away from that. To have that pride in yourself, it's always just, oh, well, you don't want to ruffle feathers, step back, don't yeah. be in the light. Like, no, screw that shit. Yeah. Stand up, raise your hand. Hey, I can do this, and I am good at it. And, but let's go into this, and let's talk about how we get to that. How we get to that point where we can raise our hand, take pride in ourselves, speak loud, and ultimately conquer. So, the first one that we talked about when we heard this uh, quote was fear of striking out. Can you give us a little bit more how you felt on that? I've always had a lot of self-doubt to where like it would shut me down from doing like anything. Like I've always like all grown up, I anything that was big or like out there would like if I go hey like like play safe just pull the safe card, just do what you can, but don't like grow. Cause like you're, you're fine. Like you're getting by where you're at. No, and it's, it's so true. There's in everything in life. Um, we want to, we want to feel comfortable, but I mean, just, and we talked about in the podcast that we talked about in life, nothing comes that is good from being comfortable. No. I mean, we grow in stressful times. We grow in discomfort. We reach our full potential when we step out of that comfort zone. Um, this reminds me of an, of, I can always think of a specific time. Um, 
you would call me back and forth. We'd bounce repair ideas off each other, diagnostic ideas. And you called me uh, with a truck that was having air problems. And it was like, dude, this truck's losing air. I don't know what it is. And right off the bat, it was like, okay, A, B, and C, let's, I mean, air leaks, air compressor, air governor, all these things that affect the air. And I remember you were like, dude, I didn't even think to check those. And I was like, well, that's like go-to number one. Yeah. And then literally, it was like two weeks later, you called me and said, hey, I got a different truck having an air issue. And I was about to say, well, did you check A, B, and C? And you cut me off and was like, I already checked A, B, C, and D and still have the same issue. Where do I go from here? And I remember the feeling after I got out of that phone call, I was like, yeah, dude, hell yeah, he's getting it. Like, mm -hmm. he's moving, he's growing, he's progressing to push yourself and get out of that boundaries. Um, that's so hard with the excitement. I know I felt on the phone when you did that. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah. Did you take, well, I guess this, like, did you take pride in that? Like, did that, being able to call and say, I already checked this shit, like, how did I, that make you feel? I took pride in it, but I also, like, I've been trying to hold myself to a higher standard so I don't get too like, prideful. I try to just take little, little teeny victories because I want to be at the point where I'm a go-to. Anybody can come to me and be the guy that gets questions asked. Yeah. The big questions like, hey, like, what about this? Or I have this issue. I want guys to be able to call me like I would call you and not have an issue being like, we'll do this. And then if there is a next time, be like, hell yeah, like you did A, B, C, and D, like I did with you. Yep. Now let's go here. Yeah. And then eventually get to the point where I wouldn't have to call you other than say, hey, how you doing? Yep. And then have other guys call me and train and push guys further, because I don't like I want my self doubt issues to help other people grow and not have issues. If we can fast track them, because I'm thirty. And I, I feel like the last two years, like I haven't had a whole lot of self-doubt. I still have issues where it creeps, but I don't want somebody else to be 28 years old. I'd rather nick it, like, nick it in the butt when they're 18, 20. So they're fast-tracked even further forward than where I'm at. No, I, I absolutely love that that's where you went with that because ultimately this is what we do. Especially if you, if anybody ever brings their truck to Rugged, they're gonna see kids. Mm -hmm. We have kids right out of school working on trucks that we are pushing. We're growing. These kids, just like you, you got a chance at Linwood. I want to be able to give those kids chances. But take all the knowledge we have combined and say, here you go. Don't make this mistake. Don't do this. Hey, we already figured this out. Mm -hmm. Jump to here. Like, if we can pass that knowledge on, how much better will they be as technicians when they're our age? AJ, how many times have I told you? If you stick with this, you'll be a hell of a mechanic if you can learn from our mistakes. Which that's what I love is learning from you guys. And nothing is better than when a customer comes in, he's like, well, how old are you? And then you tell them, they're like, oh, I wouldn't have guessed that. But I've grown to that point because I watch what you guys do and I follow behind you. Yeah, and it's, oh, here, this is perfect. I'm going to have AJ put this up on the screen for those that are watching it. Um, but I saw this picture and it's so powerful because it's a, it's a revolving circle and it's how we learn in life is what this circle is. So at the first top of the circle, you have your question. 
as you come down, you're gonna try one of those answers from that question. You're, oh no, sorry, let's back up. Okay, you got a revolving circle. Inside that circle, you have a couple different ones. First one is, hey, I have a question. That question is gonna send you down to learn about something. As you learn about it, you're like, okay, I'm gonna try this. So we'll use an example of an engine because that's our industry. Okay, I wanna rebuild this engine. How do I do it? That's your question, how do I rebuild this engine? You're gonna come in and say, okay, I'm gonna look up specs from Cummins. I'm gonna look up procedures. I'm gonna do all this stuff, learn, ask questions from senior techs, do whatever, gain some knowledge. Then you're gonna try it. At that point, we can either go two ways on our circle. And you're like, well, what, two ways on our circle? You can only go one way. No, you can make a quick inner circle. If you try and fail, you just learn again. And this is the part where people are like, well, I tried it and I failed. And now they're just stuck in the circle. Like, no, you have to learn from your mistake, try again. It might be three or four times that you take this inner circle before you get to the big circle where you try and succeed. Well, now you have knowledge. You tried it, you, you learned about it, you tried it, now we have knowledge because we have personal experience tied with our validation on things we've read or things we've heard for knowledge. We come down here, well, now we can share that knowledge and we can keep the cycle going. We can teach the younger generation. We can teach ourselves. We can teach those around us. This circle doesn't have to end with, hey, I tried it and I failed. No, we come down to where we keep trying and trying until we get this knowledge. We got it right, we figured it out. But now it's our obligation to share it and learn and grow with the people around us till we can come back, hit our next question, learn and grow and do it again. But if we don't have, or if we're stuck on self-doubt, once we hit fail, we just stop. And if we stop and never grow, Man, it's, I, I don't know. Some people, they might want to live there. I don't ever want to live yeah. there where I'm just consistent I every live, day. I live there too long. Yeah, I want to push. I want to grind. I want to, I mean, right here. I want to hustle, execute, and grind. This gets me to my goals that are reachable. If I don't do these things, yeah, I do. I got a nine-to-five job. Yeah, I made some money. What I do with my time, though. But... Without self, without having pride in ourselves and overcome, overcoming our self-doubt, we're stuck in this circle of trying and failing and trying and failing, and we never push ourselves to get better. And I love, I love this note that we made um, that talks about being self-aware. If we're just trying and failing and we don't realize that what we're doing, we have to be self-aware. We have to own our mistakes, use constructive criticism, and push ourselves out of that cycle. I mean, how many times do I yell at you? What's the definition of insanity? Do you remember? <laughs> no. No? Trying the same thing over and over, expecting oh, different results. Yeah. It's when I'm stuck on a truck and I'll, I don't come to you because I really want it to work out. That's when you come over and you yell at me for trying the same thing over and over. And yep. I'm like, gosh, dang it, I knew this. Yep. I knew I should have came to you sooner. Yeah, and that's why we have to just like, there are, there are times in life where we're on our own. We have to figure it out by ourselves. We have to go. But, dude, we have so many tools today. We're giving me a hard time about freaking it's the modern age. 
Which is great, it is. We have so much free information at our fingertips. Most likely we can figure out something on our own. But if not, ask people around you. Get out of your comfort zone, make those questions, or make, ask those questions, find out those answers, and you're gonna be so much better off. Now I think to really like push this and wrap it up, the last thing I wanna talk about is how we can actually measure our personal growth and that if we can actually measure it that is going to help us limit our self-doubt so it's just like this quote that started it all you're suffering from self-doubt while others are intimidated by your full potential in business we try and measure everything we put numbers to it we have our budget sheets our P&Ls our just constant our efficiency charts it's just we got to have numbers. We got to have statistics. How do we move, grow, do better? But how do we do that to ourselves? How do we actually quantify or look at how we've grown to eliminate our self-doubt? And I thought about that last night as I was preparing for this. And I really thought the one way we can do that is journaling. If we write down where we are today, go back and look at it. I guarantee if we just did this for a week, you'd go back and go, holy crap, look what I've learned in a week. Look what I accomplished in a week. And it might be bad. You might be like, dude, I learned some crap about myself. Or <coughs> I learned some just, what somebody gave you some negative news, but how did you react to it? You can't say, okay, hey, I'm, I'm just gonna stop on. I'm not gonna have self-doubt anymore. It is a choice just like that, but how much easier would it be to make that choice if you can look back at your own notes you made about yourself and go, holy crap, I don't feel that way again. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't do that stuff. I, I've moved, I've grown. And then at that point you're like, hey, I, hey, I got this. Hey, look at this, I'm moving, I'm growing. And a perfect example of that is I watched, we talked about these young kids coming out of school or even without schooling, coming into the business, and you watch them struggle so hard right at first. They're a simple, that we think are simple tasks, kick their butts. I mean, bloody knuckles, because they're learning like when a bolt's gonna break and the fill of all that. And then you get them three months down the road and they get some confidence and they're starting to get stuff done faster. And their total, their attitude changes instead of like, oh man, I know I'm going to go freaking get my hands busted up again, or I'm going to fight this. And then it's like, you get some confidence and they're like, hey, look how fast I did that. Or, hey, I got this done. Like that confidence they have in themselves, eliminating that self-doubt, and it's contagious. Yeah. Holy shit, it's contagious. Like it's like, okay, let's push them again. Let's push them again. And it's it lightens up the whole shop, it really does. And if we can do that in our own lives, imagine that'll do at home with your family. Imagine that'll do with your group of friends you hang out with. Imagine just, I mean, hell, what'll that do to yourself when you're with yourself in your own thoughts? Yeah. Instead of the negative or the bad, it's like, man, I, I did good today. Like, I, I changed my life, I changed somebody else's life powerful <coughs> every time AJ I freaking get all excited and start coughing so to wrap this up guys 
there's one thing I want to talk about. I know I talked about journaling being the last, but there's one more thing I want to talk about. And it's kind of like the warning we talked about being a savage 24-7. There's going to be times when you are rebelling against self-doubt and trying to find who you are, gain that confidence. Someone's going to tell you something negative. And here's the hard truth. It's going to be true. And it's going to suck. And it's going to taste like shit. You have to turn around and use that as fuel to push yourself better instead of taking it, chewing on it, going, oh man, someone called me fat. Well, you are. Like, just It's that brutal and it's that honest. You are. So what are you going to do about it? You're going to start eating right? You're going to start going to the gym? Or are you going to say, damn right, I am. Maybe, hey, can you help me be accountable? When you see me eating freaking donuts, will you tell me no? Will you tell me, nah, maybe not even no. Maybe do it constructively. Like, hey, dude, let's eat something else. Let's do something else, you know? But you can use the people around you. If they're honest enough, or if they're your friend enough to tell you you're fat, they're your friend enough to help you through this. So this journey doesn't have to be by yourself. But you have to take that hard truth, you turn it around, use it as fuel, and grow on it. Because if not, dude, you're just sliding backwards. Like we talked about, if you're not growing, and oh man, that's not for everybody. And if it's not, great, have your nine to five job, do what you want to do and be happy with it. But for those of us that are trying to just be the best version of ourselves that can, we're gonna need those hard truths. But like I said, don't let them beat you down. Take it as fuel and push yourself on. I think a lot like with my self-doubt was like I would have people tell me like you're not going to amount to nothing, you're not going to amount to nothing. And I would take it to hurt and I'd be like, all right, well, I guess like I'm not going to amount to nothing. But I feel like one day it finally clicked. And I think like being married, having a wife and son that look up to me, I was like, well, it, it's gut check time. And the shop I previously worked at, mechanic got sick, was out, and I was bone man. And it was either nut up or shut up. And I'm like, well, let's let's go full board. And there's a lot of trial and error. There's a lot of phone calls to you, but like through it all, it got to where phone calls were less and less and less. And I learned and I growed, and I feel like I've overcome my self doubt like tremendously. I still have like little hiccups with it, but for the most part, I think having a son that looks up to me and a wife that like, like supports me and wants me to succeed and also a family that like, relies on me made me go, okay, it's time to put the pedal to the metal. No, and it, I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because ultimately that's what led to us working together now. Because it was like, man, I'm like, dude, I haven't talked to Bryce in a couple weeks. Call you up. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm freaking doing this. You're doing that? Yeah, and I just finished it. Dang, like six months ago, you wouldn't have even tried to do that. And now you're just full blower into it, tackling it. And I was like, okay, like, check it out. He's pushing himself. He wants to, I guess for me, it was at that point, it was like, I realized that you weren't playing mechanic. You are a mechanic. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's nuts and bolts. Whatever it is, we'll figure it out. And that ultimately was like, okay, 
yeah, we're gonna, we need to make this connection, make this move and start working together. Because seeing that was powerful and it reassured me that you were on this journey to do the best you can. You're gonna help produce and learn and grow here, advance rugged to the next level while helping the people around you as well. So for me, it was like, all right, no brainer. Let's do this, let's make this happen. So, I mean, that's just another example of having confidence Rebelling against that self-doubt, it literally unlocks doors. It does. I mean, AJ and I were headed to meet with a guy um, for another business we're looking at. What did I do, AJ? I walked out like two hours before the meeting and told you, you're going by yourself. And then I hated you for it. And you do this all the time. The biggest thing with self-doubt is fear. And I just feel like, I don't know, I'm scared at first, but you always push me, make me do everything by myself. But in the end, I'm like, I'm so glad I did that. Especially with going and meeting this guy. The whole drive up, it was like a 45 minute drive. I just had a knot in my stomach. I couldn't think, I was just like, what am I gonna say? Can't believe he did this to me. And I get there and it just all went away. Once I finally met that connection with the guy and then Gabe texted me like, I was there for like two hours. Yeah, I'm like, dude, <laughs> he's like, like, are you standing done yet? Like, like, what are you, you doing? And tell me, I'm like, I'm still here. And he's like, no way. And it was, I think that phone call I made to you, you were the first person I talked to after. I was so excited and oh, I was yeah. so happy. Like You were like, will you slow down and talk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the difference, should I have given you some heads up? Yeah, I probably should, but I think at that point you would have talked me into coming with you. Mm -hmm. But it was like, no, you're gonna go on your own, I'm sorry. And now, I mean, you actually, I remember you saying this to me, you're like, what other businesses do I need to try and buy? Like, you were just like, dude, I got this. Like. And that's where I kind of think a lot of people don't even try. Like, they're like, oh, I, the fear, I might, I might fail. It's kind of like, like the cows and the buffalo. Yeah. The buffalo will run towards the storm and cows will run away. Yep. And like, I heard that quote a few years, like two years ago when I was having my issues with something, and I'm like, I don't want to be a fucking cow. Yeah, they're cool, they taste good, but I don't want to be the one that's always continually running when I have a son that looks up to me and I don't want him to be like always run from his problems. Yeah. Meet him head on and blast through him. Yeah, we actually talked about it on our last <laughs> podcast. Same thing. And it's true. It's you have to if you're ever gonna have confidence in yourself, you gotta face what's in front of you. Head on. Give it a try. You get knocked down, so what? Like, I mean I listen to these guys that I look up to. And I'm like, man, it, like, they got it made. And then you meet them in person or you hear like some more in-depth conversations with them. And man, they've just been grinding. They've been getting kicked down and I mean, drugged through the dirt and they just get back up. Well, that didn't work, let's try again. Or, oh, hey, this was a big problem, but let's figure out a solution and go. I mean, ultimately these guys, they haven't figured out like this, oh, I got this perfect plan and get rich quick scheme, no. You know what they've got good at? They've got good at solving problems. That's it. And hustle. That's it. They consistently, they are every day consistently solving the problems that come in front of them to move on. Instead of, oh, well, I, I don't know. I'm not smart enough. I can't figure that out. Or, oh, I don't know. I'm afraid to try. Like, all this self-doubt, they just kick that shit to the side, face it like a buffalo, head on, and go. It's not, I mean... It's not rocket science. It is simple procedures. It's just like this. Well, how do I conquer self-doubt? Do it. 
Like, okay, so you got a couple steps. Write a journal. Look back at yourself and see how far you've come. And if you haven't come, you know that. And that's okay. Well, now I need to actually do something about it. Get the bitch voice in your head. Put your boss voice on. Get rid of that bitch voice. Put your boss voice on. I can do it. And if maybe if you don't even feel comfortable saying I can do it right now, at least say I want to try. And if you fail, figure out why. Change something else and do it again. I mean, that's three steps right there. Write it down so you can freaking compare yourself to your past self. Put away the bitch voice and go and try something new. I mean, honestly, guys, even at this stage of my life, I feel like I got a lot going on. I messaged one of my buddies on Facebook last night and said, hey, I'm interested in hockey. I want to go play. Have I ever played hockey? Dude, I played some street hockey in the day. But I'm like, no, I want to do this. Like you, I want to show my boys that they can do stuff. It doesn't matter if they're 34. Try something new. Dude, I'm not in shape to go play hockey. I don't know all the freaking rules and stuff. Yeah, I love watching it. But that's not going to stop me from trying something new. And if I fail, well, guess what? I'm going to work harder at it. If I don't like it and don't want to do it, that's fine. I know I can live with myself because I tried. But I don't want to freaking die and go, man, I wish I would have tried hockey. Oh, man, I wish I would have took that leap and bought that business. Oh, man, I worked at a shitty job for 30 years, but I got a retirement. Oh, but that sucks. The government went to shit, and I don't have retirement anymore. Like, no, I'm in control of my own life. And I'm going to live it. 